You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians and we talk about their lives, their music, and craft beer. I got some great news just this past week. I am super stoked to announce this to all of you. I just got my first media passes for a beer fest. Uh, this past year, uh, I got my first uh, media passes for Heavy Montreal, where this week's interviews were recorded. I'm super excited to go to my first beer fest as a press. I'm super stoked that I'm going to be at uh, one of Quebec's premier beer fests coming up. At the end of this month, I'm going to be at Festival de Bière et Saveur de Chambly, which is the Chambly Beer Fest. I'm super stoked to be there as a media. I am honored. I can't wait to get there and to taste a whole bunch of great brews and to come back and share my experience of the Beer Fest with all of you. If you are going to uh, Festival de Bière et Saveur de Chambly, and you see me there and you recognize me, please come say hi. We'll have a drink together. We'll have a chat. We could talk about metal. We could talk about beer. Just come say hi. I'm super stoked. I knew that I was going to interview someone from Cattle Decapitation at Heavy Montreal. I have a little in in the band because my bass is from Cryptopsy. Olivier Pinard is also in Cattle Decapitation. So I knew that in one way or another, I was going to speak to one of the members. And uh, I was extremely happy and super satisfied to find out that I was going to talk to Bell. Because I know that he's a huge, huge craft beer nerd, just like me. We've spoken about it in the past, so I knew that this interview was going to be super fun and just uh, super easy, and I was stoked to talk to him. So here it is, episode 53 of Vox and Hops with Belisario de Muzio from Cattle Decapitation. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today I'm with Belisario Demuzio from Cattle Decapitation, and we are at Heavy Montreal. I'm so happy that we're together. When I saw that it was with you, I was like, yes, I got the beer nerd. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am quite the beer nerd. <laughs> I love it, I love it. How are you doing? How has this tour been? You guys just uh, started Summer Slaughter four or five days ago. Um, it started, The first show was on the 19th, so about a, it's been about a weekend, yeah. Um, How's it been? What's the vibe? Um, it's been great. Uh, everybody gets along really well. Things have been running incredibly smooth, uh, given how many bands are playing every single night. I'm which fucking is, believable. <laughs> yeah. So that, that doesn't happen very often. So really thankful for that. Great turnouts. Everybody sounds amazing. So Awesome, awesome. You guys got the new album coming out? Yes. In my opinion, I imagine it's you know probably the most hyped up death metal release of the year. Yeah, definitely. And uh, how do you feel about it? You might, it's your first yeah, this cattle is my, record. Yeah, this is my first uh, time being a part of like recording with them and everything. Um, to be honest, uh, I think all of us feel the same when we say that we think it's the best material that this band has ever put out. And we think it's very digestible, but at the same time, like, it's going to like open a lot of people's minds as terms, in terms of what death metal is, you know? I or what death metal can be. Could be, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's like very, uh, it's very eclectic, I would say. So I, I, I love the direction that you guys were going in. Mm-hmm. I've spoken to Ollie, yeah, Vox and Ops alumni, <laughs> my bandmate from Cryptopsy, who of also course. plays for Cattle Decapitation. Mm-hmm. He's told me that you guys have really just taken what you had been doing on the previous records and really just owned it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's more like, I don't know, for lack of a better term, exploiting the, uh, the things that have worked and kind of like really getting deeper into those aspects of the music that are like more 
I guess accessible to the average listener, you know. So, I spoke I mean, to Travis, another Vox and Ops alumni. Of course, I fucking love his old lady voice. <laughs> I know that he's used to a whole bunch of this. Of course, I love uh, watching. I said it on the podcast. I love watching a group of fucking death metal heads <laughs> sing choruses. Yeah, exactly, and it's it. It's getting to the point too, where you like look out in the audience and you see people singing along to these big like chanty parts and everything. Unbelievable! It's like, yeah, it's like wow. But you're still a fucking brutal death metal band. Yeah, exactly. It's so like, it's it's really it's really odd like seeing like the turns that th- this genre has taken and like the other avenues that it's going and opening up for everybody. You know, it's kind of cool. I just love the umbrella that is metal and yeah. everything that fits underneath it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's insanely broad spectrum, you know? Like, um, people that say that, like, uh, they don't listen to metal or anything, it's like, you probably do, you just don't realize. <laughs> <Almost> <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> I spoke to Otero, another Vox and Ops alumni. <laughs> he, uh, it was before you guys showed up and recorded the album. How was that experience? Was this your first time being so Im- immersed in a studio? Yeah, um... The process I've dealt with before is kind of like you're there for like a day, you do your shit and get out, you know. You show up so, after work, even yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like uh, actually going and like living there for like two months. Was what, what would be quite, the difference? I think uh, it it really gets you incredibly focused. Uh, you don't have like a- aspects of your other daily life going on at the same time, so you're able to really buckle down and hash out these parts that normally would probably just get looked over. And you delve really deep into it and make sure that every single part is on point, is as good as it could be. I think that's the main difference. For He's me. so chill, Otero. He's so focused. I oh my god, he can like he can pick out every single thing that you're doing wrong at least. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought you a beer. Oh yeah, Granville uh, Island Brewing, West Coast IPA. Let's crack her open and see what's Let's got. Let's see what's up. It's got a 6.5% ABV. Cheers. Cheers, bud. Let's see what we got here. Very bitter. West Coast, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not quite as uh, as dry as I would be used to. Being from, like, San Diego, they, Absolutely. they love to just dry the fuck out of all their IPAs, you know? Um, not quite as citrusy, but still has a really good hot characteristic to it. I'm kind of curious as to what... It's what a, they use the it. mystery hops. Yeah, mystery. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about the craft beer scene. I know that you're a craft beer enthusiast, so I want to yeah. ask you that question. I've been working in the industry quite. Let's talk about that. How did you get into that? Yeah, it started in college. Um, my roommates and I kind of picked up on home brewing. Really? And so we would be doing that like once every couple months or so, coming out with a new batch of beer. Then that was kind of after we like realized that there's other options besides. Uh, Natty Light and <laughs> like Bud Light and stuff like yes. that. You know? <laughs> My staple beer on Summer, yeah. summer Slaughter 2007. <laughs> yeah. 2008, sorry. Exactly. So uh, kind of like uh, when we branched out and opened our, our minds and taste buds a bit, you know. What would be that beer that... Um, to be honest, uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. I Same think here, brother. That's, Same here. Yeah, I think that's like everyone's like step into craft brewing. This is what hops taste like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the the fucking crystal malt too. You get that characteristic out of there. That's like, whew. it's like I'm used to fucking drinking like water that like makes me drunk. Corn, yeah, like corn syrup, basically. <laughs> it's like what it is, you know. Like 
that really opened up my mind and then you start like seeing like oh what's an IPA you know and then once you hit that you're like a oh double my god IPA. yeah exactly so keeps on going and going and then uh, yeah. if you could only drink one beer oh god not one beer but one style of beer one style for the rest of your life what would that be mm, you know I would probably go with a pale ale because it's so versatile very good answer you can um, you can drink it on a really hot day you can drink it on a cold night too and it's always going to be solid yeah and it's not going to be overwhelming to your like taste buds it's not going to wreck your palate so you can still have the flavor of foods to go with it and everything like that or other beer (laughs) what would be the the, the white whale that you've had once and you can never find again you love it so much oh man it was discontinued or you know it's hard to say actually (laughs) we had this one uh, I can't remember the name of the brewery though we had it last night though really (laughs) yeah it was was called it was called uh, I think Dragon's Milk New Holland Brewing. I think they're in Detroit. Oh, fucking right. Dragon's Milk from New Holland Brewing. 11% ABV. So, uh, yeah, we got on that. And this is like the uh, the s'mores edition. Oh, shit. It was shit. like really... It was so chocolatey and like delicious. Like you get that like kind of graham cracker taste to it as well. It was pretty amazing. So... That one was awesome, and I probably won't ever see that ever again. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone listening, bring it to him. When he comes through New York, (laughs) you bring him that dragon's milk. (laughs) Bill wants the milk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one was great. (laughs) You guys haven't announced much. You're keeping your cards close to your chest. What's coming up future? Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of tours lined up. Yeah. Nothing you guys can announce yet. Not yet. But, I mean, we've announced when the album comes out, and that's the most important part. Yes. Uh, Black Friday this What about year, a first so. single? I know you guys are playing stuff first, live. Yeah, we're doing, uh, in our set right now, we're doing two songs Fucking off right. the album. So, uh, one of those is going to be the first single that comes out. Um, I don't have the release date for that yet, but... There's a plan. Uh, should be soon. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. What, what about your local place where you work? You, I know that you work in a, in a craft beer yeah, place. Yeah. Um, so I just recently started at a different spot after working at a Pizza Port. Pizza Port. Three that's right. Years. Yes. That's where I used to work. Um, unfortunately, I'm not no longer there. It's hard with the touring. Yeah, even though their their beer is fucking phenomenal. They have. I I bought some when I played uh, San Diego that night. It's amazing. Um, I'm now working at a place called Amplified Ale Works. Um, A lot smaller, uh, less distributed and everything, but uh, their beer is... As you would imagine, coming out of San Diego, amazing. They're what doing what like, is up with the, the San Diego beer scene just being so hot? Is it the competition? Is it? Uh, I think it's just like the timing with uh, people going crazy over IPAs and having that hard water <laughs> that really like, <laughs> brings out that, that dryness. And when you say you work there, does that mean that you're brewing? or No, I'm, uh, I'm just bartending. Okay. So. Okay. So, is that um, something that you would ever aspire to get back into? Um, to be honest... With the touring and everything, it would be incredibly difficult to be a brewer because um, you kind of have to be there pr- pretty much every day. I interviewed Zach from True Brewing last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, he, he was telling me that it's a rigorous schedule being a brewer. You show oh, up yeah. at 7, you exactly. get all the stuff, and then you got your inventory, and then... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's brutal. You're, you're constantly no. working. I mean, and beer is a living thing, you know? You need to be there checking on it, making sure the transfers happen when they need to happen, the temperatures are staying where they're supposed to be at. It's like that 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 
residency at Otero's house <laughs> yeah. for the new album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that wouldn't have been possible being a brewer, but yeah. Um, on the other hand, uh, I was actually kind of thinking that maybe in the future, getting into like the uh, like the laboratory side of things, because I used to be a microbiologist. That's where, really? That's what I have my degree in. That's what kind of got me interested in beer. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what are you doing Look here? Look where we are now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, um, but I was looking into it, and and there's a there's a lot of breweries that have their in-house laboratories and everything. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, yeah, just yeah. kind of as uh, a retirement plan. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> be 60 years old working yeah. in a brewery lab. Drinking nothing, beer. Still. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. I want to drink beer forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you got to exercise. How do you stay fit even though you're a craft beer? <laughs> um, What's your secret? I don't know. How I old are you? Let's start with that. I'm 31. Okay, so it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I do ride my bike very regularly. There you go. Um, yeah. So I've been a cyclist for fucking years and years since I was fucking 18 or something. So uh, that definitely helps a lot. Um, oftentimes I don't eat very much because uh, <laughs> I just forget and get too busy. Really? <laughs> but you know. I drink beer. You know? what, what would have been the soundtrack to your youth? Soundtrack to like my say youth? your your parents in the house. What was the music playing in your house? Um, probably my mom was really into Soundgarden. Oh, so cool. I grew up hearing a lot of Chris Cornell. Anything that he did, so <laughs> that was a huge inspiration. Honestly, when I was getting into music, so I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's probably about. My 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 dad was never really into music or anything, so. Do you remember your first beer? My first beer was a PBR, actually. Really? Yep. And it was. You're born a hipster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was doomed. <laughs> you had to have a beard. It was actually uh, in my my best friend's. He's actually my roommate now. At the time, we were like in uh, middle school, I think. We came across like. It was like a fucking six-pack of PBR. It was warm. So we (laughs) snuck up, because he lived in his basement of his parents' house, and so we snuck up the stairs, got cups of ice, and poured PBR into the cups of ice, thinking that... Oh, you this is drink, how you do yeah, this. Yeah, you can yeah. drink beer like yeah. this, you know? I do it with Coke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so uh, we did that and drank those and absolutely hated it, <laughs> as you can imagine. So, <laughs> I think my earliest memory, I never said on the podcast, my memory of smelling beer, my dad didn't drink, was I was walking home from school in the winter and I found this, it was outside of Dairy Queen, and I found this bottle, I can't remember the type of beer, it was like a shitty beer for sure, on the ground, and I like knocked it over, and some beer got on my mitten, oh, and I like smelled it, and I was like, oh, this is the worst, the worst, worst thing ever, and here I am, flash forward, like, I know, it's like, 25 years, and I have a podcast about beer, it's so funny how well, things just, change. I think it's like, it's just funny because I think everyone's like, first beer experience is like, something shitty. It's so, the, like, the cheapest thing you could find. Exactly. So like, I'm curious to see if like, anybody like first like introduction to beer was like a craft a heady topper you know? yeah <laughs> exactly right it's like nobody's gonna but if you like I'm sure if like that would be happening in my house you know like our yeah yeah like exactly. one of our kids is gonna go steal one of our beers yeah and then they're gonna be like oh my god this is the best shit ever <laughs> no, they're probably still gonna hate it yeah. <laughs> well Mel so glad you came to sit down with me yeah yeah drink a beer with me I'm oh, stoked to watch your set it's fucking awesome it's always weird to see Ollie on stage it's like watching it's, it's like watching your, your wife with another man 
<laughs> but I'll get through it. Uh, I'll yeah. just stare at Travis and get, <laughs> yeah, get through right, it. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're Cheers. welcome, man. Cheers, bud. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thank you so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. I love Bell. So funny. Uh, we could have gone on way, way longer than this, and uh, we sort of actually did later on the night. We hooked up uh, after the show backstage, and we, we had a few more beers together, a few more drinks, and it's always fun to hang out with you, Bell, and I'm looking forward to doing that a whole bunch more. i got to give a huge shout-out to Marie Madou Langlois from Brassard de Montréal for hooking me up with all the beers that I shared with all my guests at Heavy Montreal. I greatly appreciated that, and I know that they did as well. So cheers to you, Marie Madou. I also have to give a huge shout-out to all the people that pre-ordered the very first Vox & Hops shirt. The order has been placed, and the shipment is coming my way, which means that I'm going to start shipping them out to you, hopefully within the next week. So thank you for your support, everyone that picked up uh, the very first Vox & Hops shirt. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. I'm stoked to get them out to you, and I'm stoked to see all of you beautiful people wearing them. I hope you have a great week. I hope that you have a great uh, weekend. Hang out with your loved ones. Hang out with your families. Hang out with your friends. And most importantly, enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hopsets. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or were nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.